about everything So many things that we can explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29, big book of everything Then all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, I'm Dan I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat29. Each episode, we add a brand new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This episode is chapter 71, Furniture! I thought I'd say the word furniture in the most excited way I could, because it's exciting! (laughs) It is. Furniture! Can you try and say the word furniture in a more excited way? No. <laughs> Resounding Furn- silence there. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. maybe. It's just not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. Okay. Well, in our big book of everything, each chapter, we cover a new topic and try and study it from all angles uh, through the medium of a quiz slash game. In just 29 minutes, we will discuss all aspects of furniture. If this doesn't sound exciting, if this isn't getting you going, I don't know what is. Uh, and we'll discuss it <laughs> via the medium of some questions, some furniture quantities we've got for each other as we go we will assign points little like the points are like going to be the little extra screws you end up with at the end of an ikea furniture uh, project that's what i call them uh, and the person with the, le- the, the most <laughs> small screws or allen keys left at the end will be crowned the winner and the winner will receive an exciting prize rich what is that prize going to be it is a golden allen key Whoa! From Which, Golden Allen. Yeah, <laughs> no, is it, it's, is it's it, from IKEA. When, so is it is it gold coloured, or is it um, made of gold? It's made of pure gold, and you receive it once you've bought one hundred things from IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you have to build all those things and send picture proof to. Um, the CEO. So IKEA's gone very much down like a kind of computer game achievement points kind of process here, haven't they? Yeah. Like, like you know, you've collected a hundred coins on this Mario level. Yeah, I think as well. Like, you can't just like buy a lamp. You have to like, you know, you've got to build a lot of billies. Um, <laughs> you know, there's qu- there's quotas. What is that? What's the minimum quota for billies? What, what I mean is you just can't take the piss and buy a hundred picture frames, you know, oh, okay. you're not so getting a golden Allen key. Well, you could have a, um, you could just say there's a like seven part minimum. Yeah, that's true. Is, is it framed and does it come with sort of a commemorative uh, certificate? Because it's entirely impractical to use. There's, there's, it's, it's I want machine tool steel. Um, you know, gold's just going to be too soft. I can't do up and uh, <laughs> That's true. screw with that. So, uh, yeah, it's framed. No, it's, it's, it's... Oh, so it's just to have on the wall to show that you've completed the achievement. Yeah. Yeah, it's just for, you know, your office. So if we're going to get this rich, does that mean we're kind of jumping the queue here? We don't have to do all the assembling. We just get it. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like you've been handed a Nandy's black card or whatever it is. So you but it's a golden Allen key. Nandy. <laughs> Do you it's get like, to? If yeah, you, so it's completely different. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> if you if you own the Golden Allen Key, can you get into like the VIP area in IKEA? 
free meatballs. Yeah. And Stormzy's there. Why would Stormzy be there? Because Stormzy was the first person to be gifted a Golden Allen key <laughs> for his services to furniture. I would have thought that would be Ian Keir. Ian Keir, yeah. Yeah, you know how, like, you normally go up a couple of flights and then you're in, like, the showroom, then you go down, like, to the marketplace or whatever and stuff. There's a whole, like, basement vibe with DJs underground and, like, VIP area. <laughs> There's like um, cocktails and uh, canapes. Meatballs, just meatballs everywhere. Yeah, meatballs everywhere. Segways. Wow. Um, disco lights. D- yeah. disco does, lights. does it mean that you can walk the wrong way around IKEA? Yeah, it does. It, it's like you've given someone the key to the city. Yeah. It's IKEA. And it's an Allen key. You can commit crimes <laughs> against, against IKEA. <laughs> What's a crime against furniture? I don't know. Like a inappropriately matched fray um, with a safer combination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a like a red throw on a green sofa. Oof. Yeah. No, thank you. Unless Only it's you Christmas, got the you know. Yeah, unless it's Christmas, <laughs> that is fine. Well, look, anyway, I feel like we're getting bogged down. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's press on, shall we? So the winner will receive a quite ex- astonishing prize today. So I guess the only thing that's left to do is to press a ginormous button. So, Rich, have you got any kind of button that might fit the bill today? I've just got, you know, a regular button. And I'm going to push it now. You know, the footstool it is an excellent piece of furniture and you put your feet on it. So sitting in your chair, pop your feet on the footstool. Lovely. But what I'd like to know is, are there any more bits of furniture that are specifically designed for just one body part? Footstool. What about a hand bath or something like that? So have you got any other good um, furniture for individual body parts that we could perhaps invent, market and sell? Well, I think the the armchair is somewhat of a misnomer here. Yeah, um, sounds like it's really promising a lot, but then it's just a normal chair. Yeah, um, I mean, the moustache table was something I always thought could have taken off a little more. So how does that work? You just pop your face on it? <laughs> yeah, if, if you've got one of those sort of overly pompous kind of um, East London moustaches, or let's say a Regency moustache that comes out to uh, a, an unnecessarily length either side of your face and is waxed to perfection. Fully waxed, um, yeah. You don't want the ends to droop, so whilst you are sitting around at home and not showing it off to your friends in a fanciful manner, what you could have is a little pair of tables that sit either side of your face and um, support the tips of the moustache and uh, Mm. keep it pert um, uh, uh, whilst you wax it. Love it. It would look great as well. That is a really good idea. Would they have a little throw on them at all? Maybe a small candle, glass of wine? Uh, uh, Yes, I think so. And I mean, there's there's other accompanying uh, furniture. I mean, you know the... um, the, the range that Syl- Sylvanian families never had. So um, the, yeah, uh, the, the, the mini um, mahogany panelled room and the whiskey globe 
and uh, all, all those things that one should have if, if one is uh, <laughs> c- combine themselves into a, a full throw of foppery, then one uh, has one of those. If so what? there's a whole kind of playset that goes with it. Um, I thought you were going to say, if one is into Sylvanian families, then one must have a whiskey globe. Now, we've talked quite a lot about your love for Sylvanian families <laughs> have, on here, yeah, Dan. So well uh, documented. Uh, Rich, any um, furniture for the for the body parts? How about this isn't a body part? But hear me out. Um, you know um, Bob Dylan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just using him as an example. He likes quite infamously plays... <laughs> An example of what? Like a human? <laughs> he plays You the, know Bob um, Dylan? Harmonic. He's got a leg. So what about a leg sofa? <laughs> I know. What about a sofa that's only for Bob Dylan? If he arrives in your home, like if, anyone, if the cat gaze on it, he's dead. I've got a chair in my house for every member of the Travelling Wilburys. So if they arrive, they've got a chair ready. Well, three of the five are dead. Yeah, That's... I know. They're just gathering dust, but I'm not throwing them away. A bit more than that now. I've lost track. How many of them are still alive? Uh, Bob Dylan, just. Yeah. Um... I was going to say us a bit petty of you, Dan, but... Yeah, really <laughs> yeah. Right. Was Jeff Lynn still ar- alive? Yeah, Jeff Lynn's still alive. There we go. Yeah, Jeff Lynn. Yeah, that's all right then. So Jeff, you've got you've got one valid Jeff Lynn chair, and the others and are all a just valid. Scal- and a valid Bob Dylan chair. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But what sort of chair is it? I mean, is it kind of are they are they a particular sort? Because they, I, I've, as far as I recall, um, uh, Roy Orbison has a rocking chair, doesn't he, from the video? Yeah, sure. And uh, George Harrison's is all like Indian. Have they? Um, have you got skeletons in the ones for the people that have passed now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got skeletons like from it. a Halloween shop, <laughs> just to represent them. It's a bit macabre, isn't it? So my and this is actually there's a room in my house specifically just for this reason. <laughs> so every day well, the I get up, every day I just check the internet to see the current status of the traveling Wilburys, just in case anyone else has died or if anyone's come back to life. You know, <laughs> just leave it open. Not being completely negative. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it, is it kind of five chairs around a Ouija board just in case they want to communicate <laughs> and a guitar yeah, nearby yeah. just in case? <laughs> yeah, in case they want to release another album and I'm their conduit. <laughs> Maybe the Travelling Wilburys Volume 2 is going to appear. It might. It might. Well, volume 3 is not very good. So um, No, it's not very good. So Volume 1, like nothing a, but bangers. Yeah, Volume 1's a smash. But, you know... We can't tell them now. They're all bloody dead. So, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna check the status of I check my status of my Wilbury room every morning, and thus far there's not been any changes for a while. But when there is, I'll be the first to uh, update the system, and that's how it works in my house. Good. I mean, it's a lot of floor space for something that is uh, <laughs> well sort of intangible, but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my family says, but I'm not listening. All right, let me finish this by just asking one more thing. Do you think it's possible? Okay, so we've talked. We've talking about different body parts to be on a different, a different bit of furniture. Do you think you could? What's the maximum number of bits of furniture that you could sit on at once, or you could be using at once, like with every part of you? That's a tricky question. I mean, I would say in the normal course about of things, seven or eight. How, Go on, then. Let's how? let's count yeah. them off. Seven or eight. Talk us through them. Well, like my legs are on different leg rests. My arms Leg are rests. on different kinds of armrests. 
my head's <laughs> on a headrest. That's five. I'd say that headrests and armrests are very much part of the chair, though, aren't they? Are they separate? Yeah, but in this case, they're all different things. Okay. It's like, so there's like a different footstool for each leg. There's a different yeah. armrest for each arm. I'm sat yeah. on something. My moustache is on Mr. May's moustache holder. Um, yeah. And <laughs> how many is that? Six, seven. Yeah, it's pretty good. My tongue's resting on something. Everything's resting. No, you didn't so much describe the furniture as more as just describing what your parts of your body are. So I'm going to give that one to Charles for uh, his moustache <laughs> holders. Well done. That's good. <laughs> That was good. I was going to say, I mean, I'm sure there's a bollock sling in there somewhere in Rich's ensemble, yeah. but... Uh, <laughs> a little penis splint. I can't believe we didn't, yeah. didn't get onto that. <laughs> We're trying to keep it clean. It's a family show, isn't it? My dad's always on the internet. He goes online all the time. My dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. Oh, daddy, won't you talk to me? Sorry, son, I'm just doing a tweet. Seems like I only speak to you on Twitter, Dad. At my dad, do you remember me? Hashtag, my dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. So my question to you is, cushions, are they a blight on furniture designers? And by that, I mean, have you ever tried to sit on a sofa and just there's been too many cushions? Um, yes. yes. And it's just, you can't sit down. Like, what? what is the point? I mean, it's the scatter cushion. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, the regular sofa cushions that are there to provide comfort and, you know, uh, you can nestle your buttocks into to provide that comforting embrace. I'm talking more about the small <laughs> ones, which are there for sort of no particular reason. They're often kind of covered in... I don't know, sparkly things or things that kind of prod you a bit. They've got lots of zips on and tassels and things that get in the way. And they're tassels. not there to provide comfort. Oh, they're yeah. there to Sexy. break up a shape or they're there for form rather than function. Is there like a size that you would that you would distinguish these two things? Like does the size, is it like any smaller than this and it's not a functional cushion? Yeah, I mean... What's I, that size? I would generally say anything smaller than a standard pillow because a pillow has a purpose. Yeah. Whereas if it's just a cushion, it's, I mean, you can use it as a pillow, sure, but it, it, is it better? Does it make the furniture better? And, and designers don't really take that into account when they make a piece of furniture. The, the person who designed my sofa didn't go, oh, what's really crucial to this is 300 scatter cushions or, you know, kind of people who put decorative cushions on their bed as well. Like, why would you do that? You have to take them all off when you want to go to sleep in it. it just would, um, would the chunky seal fit into this, uh, <laughs> this category? Would you care to elaborate more on what the chunky seal is? So I got a Facebook targeted advert for a chunky seal, which is a uh, which is a cushion that's shaped like an angry seal, and uh, it was spotted by my girlfriend who wanted it. And then the word chunky seal we used quite a lot. And you know how like your phone kind of listens to you and then advertises stuff to you <laughs> and like goes through your emails mm. and basically listens, spies on your whole life. Well, it just constantly was throwing up this chunky seal to me, and so I ended up buying the chunky seal now i've got a fucking chunky seal in my house it's a big beast of a non-functional pillow how big is it and uh we're talking kind of three foot long uh yeah that 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 is unnecessarily large it's very it's quite it's pretty big and uh but now it's here now i'm talking about the chunky seal every day of my life and it's targeting me the advert more i've already bought one chunky seal how many do you want me to buy anyway this is a personal grievance it sounds like slang 
a weird street slang, a chunky seal. Yeah, chunky is what all the kids are saying. I don't know. I don't know what the context is, but they are saying it. I've never heard of that. I've heard of chunky. I've heard of chunky. I've seen people refer to their child as that. Okay. Charlie, can I qu- can I clarify what the question is here? Are you asking us to hate cushions as much as you, <laughs> or are you like what what do you what what do you want from us? Well, I think the question was: Are they a, a, a blight on furniture designers? As in, I mean, is is there a way that furniture could better encompass having the cushions, or should we just get rid of cushions? I suppose. I suppose you could say that like everything could be softer everything i don't just mean furniture everything could be softer and it would be better so if you just like the excess if you need cushions then your thing isn't soft enough so maybe we just need all of the things all the furniture to have inbuilt mega cushions maybe even a chunky seal just like you know as part of its design question one what does your girlfriend say about that opinion (laughs) she just wants more chunky seals i was talking about everything being softer but um uh for the rest of the stuff um (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey, I've been in lockdown for a long time. I'm I'm as soft as I'll ever be. Soft as dough. Chubby. I, I don't like decorative cushions, but there are a lot of them in my house because my wife likes them. Um, Is it they're a gender on the bed. Thing? They're on the safe. They're on the sofa. I think so. I think it is a little bit like that. But um, the thing is, some of them are all right. There's just a few too many of them. So, um, and also, I feel like while I'm getting a little bit older, I'm like, oh, a cushion. I like this cushion. I yeah, I appreciate the them when they're there, to be honest. Okay, so so is there a um, what is there a sort of sweet spot of the number of cushions we should have then? Is there a compromise number? I think that basically, yes. I think, say, let's talk about sofas and armchairs. It should be one cushion per person that could sit on that. You know, three seater sofa, three cushions, armchair, one cushion, cuddle chair, two cushions if you're being fancy, but probably <laughs> just one. But what if you want to sit on one cushion and you also want to like hug, hug one on your lap? That's your prerogative. Why would you need to sit on a cushion if there's already one on as part of the furniture? Is that... I mean, that just sounds like a badly designed piece of furniture. You're right. You get one cushion, you can hug it or sit on it. It's your call. Maybe, maybe like sofas could have a rack underneath, like uh, for decorative cushions so that everyone's happy. I could pull out drawer underneath. Yeah, because at night time, and this is bed, so let's say the same thing applies to that, but I do have to take off all the cushions just to get in the bed. And then there's like, where do I put them? And then I trip over them, get into the toilet in the night. That's what the floor's for. Yeah. I mean, full full disclosure, I have I have four pillows on my bed and I don't use them all. Um, oh, yeah. But so, it's nice I mean, to have. To be honest, I'll have all your excess cushions if you're not fans. Send I, them my way. I tell you what, though, we've been playing a lot of handheld Nintendo Switch lately and it's quite nice to have a cushion under each arm that supports your hands. Oh, yeah. And the cushion on your bum or your back, you know. Nice. So actually, three cushions, one armchair. Sounds like a dodgy internet site. But couldn't couldn't you solve that with just having a a, a, a properly designed chair for playing the Switch in? Yeah, but yes. if you, as soon as you're no. buying a specifically designed Switch chair, it's game over, isn't it? Really? Is it? <laughs> Hell yeah! You've gone way too. You've gone way too far. Yeah, it's a pun, an unintentional pun. 
but so, I mean, is it, what, what's the better yeah. use of your money? A Switch gaming chair or um, the £900 you spent on decorative cushions? Like, I'd, I'd love a Switch gaming chair, but I feel like once I've bought one, it's like I'm, as, I'm assuming no one else is ever going to come into my house again. Yeah, you know, I mean, fair it's enough. like I've given up. <laughs> my, my final answer, Chris, is um, I, I've Charlie. gone full circle. The cushions are always going to be there. Um, so just build some store handy storage solutions inside the furniture t- that you can use to store them away when they're not required. Well, you've taken us on a real, real journey there, Rich. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good answer. Dan, do you do you have any suggestions or? Um... Oh, I'll just no, I'll just have. The, I quite like them to be honest. I wouldn't go out my way to get them, but if they're going, I, I it's just like a load of um, a load of mess, but it's quite soft mess, so I'm happy with that. So yeah, I'll have all the cushions. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give the point to Rich. Just for a sensible answer. <laughs> we'll see. Dan likes a soft mess. Anyway. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been two weeks since I last saw you. I wanna know where I stand. I think I'm falling in love with you. Baby, can I be a podcast man? Picture this scene. The next Marvel film is going to be sponsored by IKEA, but they've insisted you create a new character that is furniture-based so that they can promote their products. You are in the production team and you need to pitch your idea to Mr. IKEA. What's it going to be? All right. B-Dave. So it's like a B day, but he's called Dave. <laughs> B Dave, <laughs> spelled B dash okay. Dave, and um, he is he like a robot. Jet- yeah, he's like a robot, uh, but he shoots jets of water. His face is like the bowl of the B day, and he shoots jets of water out of your um, out of his face, and he uh, is cleaning up the streets one arse at a time. <laughs> And what's his slogan or catchphrase? That is it. Cleaning up the streets one hour at a time. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked. That's very <laughs> solid. Very good. I mean, what you should know is that the fans are up in arms about this. But, um, oh, are they? You know, Ikea, Ikea have got you bent over. You've got to do this um, or else there won't be another... Avengers Assemble 10. Oh, God. Now, I think the, the Billy Billy bookcase, like all of the um, Marvel superheroes have got like alliterative names, like Peter Parker, you know, that's Bruce Banner. So alliterative, so Billy bookcase sounds like the kind of civilian identity of maybe some <laughs> kind of um, Transformers style mega robot. Like if you imagine, imagine yes. that the Power Rangers were were in IKEA just for a moment. The Power Rangers, if you know how they assemble their their Zords <laughs> into a Megazord, we all know that. Uh, yes. <laughs> it'd be very yeah. in IKEA. You'd assemble all the bits of furniture. You'd have like the Billy bookcases for legs and arms. Uh, maybe you'd have some kind of chaise lounge for your head. I don't know. You know the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Blue bags would be uh, the ears. <laughs> Uh, tape measures for fingers, uh, but but his also crucially his civilian alter ego is Billy Bookcase. Maybe you could incorporate a powang or something for like springy feet or something. Which one's that? Like the sort of Rocky Army chair thing. Oh yeah, it sort of bounces a bit when you sit in it. 
Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. They'd be really good no. for feet because it would be spring action. Can I just say, yeah. um, if you're in like the board meeting now, Mr. Ikea is sort of nodding and smiling. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's into those things. And I'm I'm quietly congratulating myself and counting my new millions. Just if you needed a hot and cold sort of reaction to yeah, what that was, was going great. on there. I think we should I think we should do that in every round. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have Mr. Ikea. Yeah, Mr. Ikea That's should pop name. in and just see what, he, see what he thinks about the whole thing. Mr. Ian Kia. Yeah. Mo, can you follow that up? Uh, I can could try. Be hard. Um, so a lot of the Ikea furniture is named after Swedish towns and villages, um, as well as the designers. That's yeah. where a lot of the names come from. Um, and there is a town in Sweden called Jevla. Uh, which is on sort of the east coast, and uh, they every year they build a giant straw goat uh, around Christmas time, and the locals quite often set fire to it. Um, and so I would have that, I guess, as the superheroes, and that somebody who can transform into a a giant fiery goat that will storm through the bad guys. Yes, uh, but setting them you on know fire. who could who could put out the giant goat? B Dave. B Dave could put him right out with water from his face. Perhaps, but he'd work very well with Thor. So um, come on, B Dave. You know, I think there's a, there's a good team up there of, of the Yevla Goat and uh, uh, Thor working together. I do like the idea of a fiery goat. Charlie's clearly got the local knowledge, which which you know I've not been able to contribute, but. Dave. Well, I've got to say that at this point in proceedings, um, <laughs> what's the IKEA man Mr. doing? Mr. IKEA, he thought it was a done deal. He was almost like not going to let Charlie talk and end the meeting. Um, <laughs> but then this one hit him, and it hit him hard in the local feels. <laughs> um, You're describing him as if he's not you. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> he likes the um, he likes the Swedish connection. <laughs> Um, he thinks, and like the Marvel people there too, think that like a fiery gate could work. And he was very, very impressed with all your ideas, Dan, but he's going to give it to Charlie for fiery Bloody gate. Bloody hell, the one time. Is it Yevla? The Yevla? Yeah, it's, it's actually illegal to set the goat on fire, but it quite often gets set on That's fire. That's shocking. B Dave is livid. B Dave, B Dave. Does he talk like that? Yeah, yeah, he's like a robot. Cleaning up the streets. Okay, well, Mo, you've won right. that. Congrats. Hooray. Talking about a subject, going off topic a bit. Dan says something funny, Charlie laughed and so did Rich. Guys, I've got a question for you. And this question could also be the headline in a office magazine. And it is, what's next for the swivel chair? <laughs> There's been a lot of innovation over the years. We have the rotation. That's a given. Then you had the kind of uh, the lever you press to make it go higher and lower. Sometimes it's got adjustable tilt as well. Ergonomic design. Arms or removable arms. Cup holders. I could go on. So my question for you is, what's the next innovation in the world of the, the most exciting office furniture, the chair? I've got something for you. Hit me. Uh, caterpillar tracks. Ah, like a tank. So yes, you can off-road on that baby. Yes, because I'm <laughs> too often constrained to normal roads or paths. Exactly. And also, in this, um, you know, COVID working from home world... 
sometimes you know you're not in your perfect office conditions um you know some yeah. people's houses are, are akin to the trenches uh, <laughs> is that is that i don't know <laughs> is that part of covid i didn't know I didn't how know bad that. is your house i thought we were all in our houses a lot more do you think they've turned into a kind of wild west nightmare no no i just mean you know like you're not in your like perfectly designed office like you might right you, you might you might like move your chair and like the, your kids toys are there so like you need something oh, right. to kind of get over that uneven surface do you know what i mean bless him rich thinks his his home is like a trench and his office is perfectly designed oh rich that's the the saddest thing i've ever heard in my life that's upsetting on so many levels you'll get back to the office soon mate you will your wife doesn't listen to this does she (laughs) anyway but also you know we could put a gun on there People like to play with <laughs> armchairs. Yeah, you know what? We could, couldn't we? We could. That would, is always a good, good... I mean, what about if you did it as like an indoor office gun, so it was like a little catapult or it kind of shot marbles or something. So, you know, damaging but not the, deadly. The dejected way that Rich suggested arming his office chair was great. Oh, we could it put was. a gun on that. What, what about if... Um, the, the next innovation was to kind of uh, make it so that it properly reclined so that you've got a kind of flat bed. Oh, so yeah. not only would that be good for office naps, but also office jousting, I think, could be brought <laughs> to a whole different level yeah. if you had that. Because they're quite unwieldy. I mean, particularly with because you get the rotation as you're trying to push them yeah. forward. They're not actually particularly good for office jousting. Whereas <laughs> I think if you if you manage to get the weight distribution slightly better yeah. because you could get the full recline down, when you had a decent lance and a shield and someone is pushing you, I think you could yeah. probably do a little better in, in those stakes. And like fully reclined, would we've talked about sleeping lunches, a.k.a lunches haven't we, we so have, yeah. that would be that'd be ideal because uh, then i mean actually what you could do is is have a little a sort of pillow dispenser in the arm um you know kind of a little box that you could open yeah. and on one side you could have a kind of toothbrush and on the other side you could uh have a pillow lovely and, you know. oh that sounds better than my actual bed or what you could do is you could fit um you could save money uh, by fitting making offices smaller they'd have lower ceilings you have to lie down and you do all your work led down <laughs> yeah. look like, and the screens are yeah, built you know into the play havoc with your back because some people are like i want a standing desk or even a walking desk why not a lying desk that's the next step (laughs) i I think health and safety says no but (laughs) no it would be ergonomic it's it's worth a try it'd be ergonomic you think if you lie on your back and have it just the screen and the ceiling in front of you yeah that would work it'd be ergonomic put a buzzword in there as soon as you say ergonomic it gets the gets the health and safety guys off your back that's true it does yeah <laughs> right well look i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give this one to charles because i really like the uh lying down chair and i just I can't believe i mean if i pushed it hard enough the one i'm on now might be able to do it i'll try at the end of the podcast i mean they normally if you try and recline too far the back falls off yeah it's a recipe for the disaster Orange juice from Concentrate You are my best mate Orange juice from Concentrate Won't you concentrate on me? So guys, slightly quick fire round What what items of furniture 
do we still need to invent? We have chairs for sitting, we have beds for lying, um, we have footstools, we have, uh, you know, all sort manner of things. But what are we missing? I mean, where where is there a gap in the market or uh, a, a gap in our posture that we need to correct with a new piece of furniture? Well, when you're sitting on some furniture, your furniture is covering one side of your body, usually the back. Some, what if you want it to be really comfy? You could be sandwiched in, so have another chair on top of you <laughs> that, that, um, that presses you. <laughs> and, so, and so, like, imagine, you know, like a duvet, but for sitting on your office chair, but also the duvet's another chair. And it makes you feel all contained and swaddled, like you're in the womb. So you're in a stack of chairs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You are the village hall chair gone wrong when yeah. the bullies shoved you in there. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. What about that? Well, because you like you like to feel like a weight on you as well as being yeah. on yeah. something. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I, I guess I guess what I'm thinking is that most furniture is for the back half of your body, right? Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. I don't no, know. Right. Tell me a furniture that's not for the front for the half. Front. Yeah. You can't. There's yeah. nothing for the front. Massage table? Yeah, massage table. That's ah, the only yeah. one. You're right. That's a good one. But that's the only one. Um, could you have... I guess it's because, like, if you had a chair that was for your front, you wouldn't be able to bend properly. Bloody spines. What about a gut rest? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can, like, a little table gut. you can slop your gut onto. <laughs> As, as we've all got a, yeah, you know, a, little, a little heavier in lockdown, it's, it's yeah. like to ease you back into the work day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just like a little plinth. Is that kind of like a, a tray that slots onto your desk? So if you have a standing desk, it just it hangs a couple of inches lower so you can just rest things on it. Yeah, I mean, some people are just u- repurposing these keyboard trays, you know, that you well, used it's, to get It's, it's those desks. bollock hammocks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's not many, there's not much furniture that's specifically for your genitalia, is there? No, this is true. And I just feel like, I, I think, I guess what my, my process here is, I'm just thinking of things that deserve a little bit of attention, like the front half of your body and your willy, you know? <laughs> and your genitalia. Mm-hmm. Your genitalia. It's had no specific furniture. But also, like, most furniture is to do with resting. Yeah. Why is it say resty? Why is it so you know? lazy? <laughs> I mean, this is part of my stand-up, you know, my <laughs> it's really observational humour stand-up. Yeah, it's really you good. <laughs> so you're, you're working on some of your material there, Rich. It's good. Yeah, I'm just workshopping. Um, yeah, it's kind of like everything's a rest. Mate, what about something that's, like, more active? So what about a treadmill, a treadmill chair? But so you have to just shuffle, okay. shuffle on your bum. Like, you know how you can go downstairs, like, on your bum? Mm. You know, sit down when you haven't quite learned. So is it, like, pulling you out of the chair and you need to kind of get back yeah, into the chair? Yeah. That would be yeah, really it's, annoying. Yeah, it's, const- <laughs> it's constantly rising and pushing you out of the chair. So you need to constantly shuffle down. It would be really good for your uh, posture, I imagine. Build up your quads, certainly. Yeah, you'd have to, like, lean on the armrest to get your bum at the back again and then it keeps bringing you forward. Yeah, and if you if you don't, if if you kind of let it go, then you go over the top, fall off the back. And you know how um, sometimes there's these fancy like cycling machines where you can see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a screen yeah. in front of you, that, and you can be on the Alps. I, I don't yeah. know if you can cycle on the Alps somewhere. Yeah, um, like 
there's instead on this one you've got like the um eye of the dog view and it does that sort of rubs its ass on the carpet move <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was just going to be a load of stairs like the most stairs in the world okay yeah no because it because you're like doing that thing where you're like butts moving forward yeah and then you're sort of getting back again and it yeah it was yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. If it's if it's moving you forward, so what? There's a treadmill on the seat portion of the chair moving backwards. Yeah. So if you if you don't if you don't shuffle forwards enough, you actually get sucked into the chair. <laughs> so then that folds in half, kind of. Yeah. yeah, it snaps shut. And the thing with exercise is exercise is tough to do because you don't have to do it. You know, why didn't I go for a run today? Because I don't have to. It's boring. But if I was fighting for my bloody life on this chair, then I would be fit as a fiddle. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. I can certainly see that working. I'm not sure you get a whole lot of work done if that was your office chair, but... <laughs> yeah, no, you're probably, you're probably right. <laughs> it could be... Actually, this could be really good because, like... You know how sometimes you just really can't be bothered to move? If you had like a treadmill in your bed or on the sofa that bed just mill. pulled you up. Yeah. Bed mill. That sounds yeah. quite Wallace and Gromit kind uh, of. Uh, yeah, now we're very much into Wallace, it does and sound Wallace and Gromit. I think when we're talking about designing furniture, and we're clearly obsessed with treadmills today as well, um, that's it was always yes. going to go that way. It's because we're such healthy and active people. Um, Mo, yeah, what do you reckon? thinking about the next workout. I yeah. thought the alarm was going to go off, but um, if that's not the case, then... Oh, no, I think it is. Oh. It is. It is. Hang on. Oh. Oh, yeah. Thought-provoking. Sounds like it's there from a go, corporate guys. video. Would be if I could hear it. It, it wasn't it. crackles. Are you yeah. struggling to get out of your bed today? You Try need bed mill. the bed mill. <laughs> Try bed mill. Cut scene and uh, Dan's in bed, all uh, lazy. <laughs> I don't know hey. why I chose you, Dan. <laughs> and you say to your fake wife, um, <laughs> I don't know why it's your fake wife. You say, oh, I just can't uh. get out of bed today. And, and I'm uh, American says, as well. You need bed mill. Yeah, you're American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's my fake wife? Is I my fake know, wife just like the impetus? Is it like just a stock photo woman? Yeah, it's just sellotaped onto <laughs> yeah. one of those Japanese love pillows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a photo. It's stock photo. Sellotaped onto one of my many throw pillows. Okay, well, I who who came up with treadmills on the chairs? Was that that sounded like Me. a combined effort, wasn't it? Uh, I was the originator. Come on. All man. right, fine. I've, you can I've have the point. You can have here. the point. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to come up as desperate. It did, though. It did, yeah. Yes, I got a computer and a laptop, too. Yes, I got a tablet and a mobile I can use. No, I'm getting quite bored now when I go online. So I think it's time to listen to Flat 29. Yeah. Right, so... I guess all all that remains to be done is to is to have with as much gravitas as you can muster Charles reveal some scores for us. Well, it's a very close run thing this week in so far as we have a joint second place. Uh, one, Shit. one one Ooh. point each for uh, Mr. Richard Green and Mr. Daniel Pate. Uh, Sweet. Which uh, leaves oh. me with an unassailable 3-point lead as the winner. <laughs> Oh, congrats. Well done. 
Ah, oh, he gets the bloody goals. Yeah, I do. Charlie's Gonna back. Gonna be eating those meatballs till I die. Back again. Charlie's back. Tell your friends. Charlie's back, Charlie's back, Charlie's back. Is he going to do back. the whole song? Was... <laughs> he might do. I want to see where this goes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a golden Allen key. He's got a golden Allen key. It really, when Charlie's you sing back. it, it really highlights how beautiful that melody is. <laughs> key. Such a, such a beautiful melody. <laughs> Unrestrained rich green. How do you feel, Charlie? I feel pretty good. I I feel like this is a genuine achievement. A hundred pieces of IKEA furniture. Um, There's a job you didn't have to build. Yeah, but I mean, I I can pretend I did, and and that's that's really something that that is you should be proud of. Uh, You can hang out with Stormzy now in the IKEA um, the IKEA VIP room. I can. Yeah, that that'd be good. Exciting. Can you imagine? Because you know, like IKEA is essentially the food is like school dinners. I yeah. love it, but it's yeah, like it's good, school dinners. But it is school dinners. Um, yeah. Like down in the basement, they, it's the same food, but they've really hammed it up to be like, <laughs> you know, look posh. The canapes. That's what they actually like, do. You know what they do at my school? What they do the on insect day? Slice a meatball day. on a small bed of mash. You know, like an it yeah. looks yeah. intricate. And... <laughs> on inset day at school, when they do the school dinners for the teachers, they just do exactly the same food as they normally do for the kids, but they sprinkle some coriander on it. <laughs> so oh, that it makes fancy. it worse. What are they doing? <laughs> just like to, oh, there's some some leaves to make it look fancy. So yeah, it'd be that. That sucks. <laughs> so hey, look, we've all had a bit of fun here today. And now it's over. But we don't really have like a thing we normally say at the end, do we? I felt like I was going to launch into a spiel, but it just eluded me. Not really, but if I need anything building, Charlie, can I just give you a ring? I'm actually really good at building IKEA, so yeah, absolutely. Great. <laughs> he doesn't bloody need. I've built IKEA furniture in Sweden. I'm pretty much, you know, kind of certified as. as That's the ultimate. Do you not need experience. the manual? Oh no, everyone needs the manual. <laughs> He's not a fool. Okay, you can't make that shit up as you go animal. along. It would all go horribly wrong. Oh, there you go. Well done, Charles. Um, you've bragged a lot about your IKEA prowess. Uh, well, I look forward to seeing you in action. We will see you next time for more podcast. Bye. 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 Flat 29's big book of everything. Another topic down, a millions to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know. Can you imagine someone buying, like, something, a chair, and then Blue Dabba Dee Dabba Dye came on? <laughs> They were going to buy like, the red chair, and then someone's like, actually, maybe we should get the blue one. Yeah, and also, in that song, he describes all of the things that are blue, which could be blue in Ikea. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you he's know? also talking about his yeah. house and the furniture, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he has a blue house. Blue is the colour of all that he wears. Yeah, exactly. So. Blue is this armchair, I'm buying it right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>